The following shiur is presented by Rav Ariel Ovadia of the Sephardic Halakha Center. For more shiurim or information, please visit vshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. Shalom Aleichem, Rabotai. The following shiur is for Parashat Beshalach, Tavshim Pebet. And it's regarding the topic of Hidur Mitzvah, making a mitzvah beautiful, as we read in our parasha, in Shirat Ayam Ze Eli Ve'anveu, Elogei Aviv Aromemenhu, that this is my, this is my God, and I will, Anvehu, literally means beautify him, but that obviously there's no explanation, HaKadosh Baruch has no goof, and no demuta goof, he's no body, or no form, no shape or form, so Chachamim, in a few places in Shas, learn from here, that who um, means that the mitzvot at mitzvot I will beautify uh, myself before him through them uh, by beautifying the mitzvot. So one has to make a, a nice talit, a nice sefer Torah, nice sukkah, nice shofar, etc., etc. And this is the source for Am Yisrael's um, commitment to making beauty, the mitzvot always extra beautiful and not holding back. Um, any of the any of any of the um, beautifications of the mitzvah, and I saw in a contrast of Torah Chaim, it's called Torah Chaim, that in a sefer called Pri Baruch, he brings from Rav Chaim Kreisworth, who was the Rav of Antwerpen, and he says a beautiful uh, idea that the reason why the Torah teaches us the concept of beautifying a mitzvah in this parasha in Shirat Ayam is because that is also a concept of shira. A person can do something in a plain way without any excitement. And that will be, you know, the basic fulfillment of, the mitzvah, of a mitzvah or basic uh, going about his day. Or a person can do something with excitement and, and animates everything he does um, with happiness. That is that is like a shira. When, when a person goes somewhere and he's singing, that shows that he's happy about what he's doing. So, or as Am Israel was happy about the Ness, and they burst into song that shows that there was real intrinsic happiness about the about the nest and the sincere thanks. So same same too when it comes to mitzvot. When a person does a mitzvah beautifully, it means to say that he's not just doing it um, because he's obligated to do it, and and he and he really maybe doesn't not so excited about it, and not so emotional about it. But rather, he says this is the shira of the mitzvah. This is the song of the mitzvah to make it beautiful, to make it extra special, and give it that that uh, that touch. And there's similarly the Hida writes in the Sefer Tzipor and Shamir, which has a tremendous um, hadrachot and, and guides of how to run your life and how to do the mitzvot in a very special way. And he says, The most sincere way of beautifying a mitzvah, the most real way of beautifying a mitzvah is to be happy when you do it. You know, a person can have the most beautiful menorah for, for Hanukkah and the most beautiful etrog. Uh, but he's not he's not caught up with the mitzvah, he's not excited, he's not absorbed in the mitzvah, um, and he's not happy with it, then it is obviously a beautification of the mitzvah, but it loses the essence of it. And and the real um, hidur mitzvah, the real beautification of the mitzvah, the most highest level of beautification of the mitzvah, is to really be happy um, with the fulfillment of the mitzvah when he does it. And he, and he says that's what the word simha, so the word simha stands for simhat mitzvot, it is an obligation to be happy and to rejoice when you do mitzvot. And this is something that we obviously can always apply and we can always take it to another level, whether it is the way we do Seudot Shabbat or the way 
we pray, or the way we sit in the sukkah, she hear shofar, listen to Megillah, etc., etc. Always look um, to do the mitzvah in a happy and, a, and an excited way, in an animated way, and that way, um, that is the true beauty of the mitzvah. So now, as far as this halacha, let's examine some of the of the particulars of this halacha. Number one, there are quotes that the Gemara quotes different examples of beautifying the mitzvah, making nice shofar, um, having a, um, a sefer Torah, wrapping it with nice cloth, which would, which would, in a practical level for a Sephardic community, would be to make a nice case for the sefer Torah or having nice um, hang, uh, uh, scarves on it. And he says. And Abba Shaul says, that's the opinion of, of Rabbanan, of Hachamim. Abba Shaul says, He learns the Pasuk differently. means, I should be similar to Hashem. Meaning to say, The same way Hashem has mercy on His creatures, so too we should have mercy. The same way God is gracious, we should also be gracious. But the Puskim all say that Abba Shaul is not, the and Siman Nun writes that Abba Shaul is not arguing on Hachamim. He's just adding another derashah that it also included in, 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 in this, in the idea of Zeli van Veu. But everybody agrees that there is an obligation to beautify mitzvot. In Masechet Sofrim, it's, it's expressed even more that not only is it a nice thing, not only is it a ma'ala or a good thing, which we call, sometimes we refer to it as a mitzvah, uh, like sort of an optional um, nice thing to do, but it's actually a hayuv, as the, as the Mishnah there says, hayav adam There is an obligation for a person to make his tzitzit nice or or other mitzvot. So much so that the Shulchan Aruch rules in in uh, according to the Gemara and Baba Kama that a person who buys an etrog and it's not um, the it's just the exact shiur, the exact amount of etrog that you need, and uh, and he finds an etrog that's a little big, a little bit bigger. And it's it's more preferable, it's more beautiful because it it won't shrink. There's no possibility of it shrinking under the shiur throughout the days of the hag. So it's better for him. He's supposed to up to a third to exchange that etog and get a nicer one. So it's an actual obligation to the point that you you even have to pay more and even exchange your etog to get to, to get a more beautiful etog. The, the Haronim discuss whether this mitzvah is a separate mitzvah that relates to everything. For example, uh, meaning to say, you, when you buy nice tefillin, you fulfill two two concepts. Number one, getting the tefillin. And number two, beautifying mitzvot. It's not related to that mitzvah specifically. Or is it part and parcel of the mitzvah? The mitzvah of wearing tefillin. And part of the mitzvah of wearing tefillin is buying nice tefillin. Extra nice, extra beautiful tefillin. The mitzvah of, of uh, having a trog and part and parcel of the mitzvah is to have a beautiful etrog. So the, the Rav of Brisk brings a proof from the Rambam on, on Elchot Hanukkah. The Rambam says that on uh, a Brit Milah, there's a way to do it in the most preferable way. And then the way they only do the bare minimum of the mitzvah. So the Rambam holds that if a person did the mitzvah and he didn't do it the most preferable way, he doesn't have to go back and do again and just finish off the brit the way it's supposed to be done in the most perfect way. And that is because, by the way the, the, the Brisker Rav explains, it's, it's already finished. Once the mitzvah is finished, there's no point in adding a hidur. So according to that, according to the Rambam, the mitzvah of hidur is not a separate concept. Beautifying the mitzvah is not a separate thing. But rather, when you do the mitzvah, it should be done in the most beautiful way. But that is part and parcel of the mitzvah itself. Whereas he says, the opinion of the Ramah, the Ramah holds that uh, the Ashkenazim go with this, that uh, on Hanukkah, every single member of the household lights a Hanukkah uh, 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 menorah. 
with a beracha. So he says, why is that? If if it's just a hidur, it's just beautifying the mitzvah, the basic obligation is just to light one candle, right? So then, if so, then one one candle per household. So adding more and more doesn't shouldn't become um uh, shouldn't it's a separate thing. It doesn't uh, it doesn't it shouldn't be considered a hidur to the extent that you can even make a beracha. So he says, obviously, according to the Rama, um, making a beracha on the on the extra on the extra um, candles would be an obligation. Be, would be because the Hidur Mitzvah is a separate concept. There's the Mitzvah and there's also beautifying the Mitzvah. That's, that's something on its own right. And that's what the Ramah also holds when it comes to Brit Milah that on a weekday if you forgot to do the obviously Shabbat everybody agrees that you don't go back and do another Hilul Shabbat for the extra beautification of the Mitzvah. But he says on a weekday you do go back and do the Hidur. Even though you're done you're finished with the, first, with the original basic obligation of the Mitzvah. But since Hidur Mitzvah it's its own obligation um, you have to go back and do it. So we, we have over here a machloket. So everybody agrees that there is a mitzvah to beautify um, our mitzvah that we do. And the question is just whether that is part and parcel of the mitzvah. And once you did the mitzvah, there's no more beautification that has to be done. That is the opinion of the Rambam, the way that the Briskarav explains. Or is it an obligation as separate? There's a separate concept of beautifying the mitzvah. Koskim discuss whether beautifying a mitzvah is deoraita or derabanan. Rashi and Rulava Gazul and others seem to say that it's a deoraita. However, um, and that's the opinion also of the Ravad. It could be Tosfot over there. Also holds a deoraita. It's an obligation, even though it doesn't um, render the mitzvah invalid if you don't make it beautiful, but it's still an obligation with deoraita. That's the opinion of the Yamshel Shalomo. And that's also the opinion of Shagat Ariyan. He brings a very simple proof. If you're allowed to do a full Brit Milah on Shabbat, including all the extras which are which are not uh, which are just obligated obligated from Hidur Mitzvah to make the Mitzvah more perfect, if so, that must be that it's a part of the, that it's a real uh, obligation Midoraita. If not, you wouldn't be allowed to desecrate the Shabbat for such for a Derabanan. However, the Ritvan Sukkah and others Tosot Emunachot, Arei Kodesh, etc., cite uh, right that it's that it's an obligation that is derabanan only, and the pasuk zeli vanveu is just an asmachta, just a remez, a hint in the pasuk to a rabbinic concept, which is the obligation to beautify mitzvah. Some want to say, according to the Hatam Sofer and Kapot Amarim, which is the Maram Ben Haviv, that it is a deoraita, but Chachamim are the ones. To, to decide, like we have in other concepts with the, with the Melachot of Cholamoyed, they're the ones to decide when this is considered a beautification, when it's not, and therefore um, it's kind of a hybrid. It's the, the basic obligation to beautify mitzvah is the Oaita, but it's up to Chachamim to define for us what is considered a beautification of each and every mitzvah and what is not. How much do you have to spend to beautify mitzvah? <clears throat> so for example, your your basic case for a sefer Torah will cost ten thousand dollars, and 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 an extra beautiful one will cost twenty thousand. Do you have the obligation to spend more? So the Gemara and Bava Kamsa already said you have to upgrade your etrog. So obviously some some expense you have to put into it. So Gemara and Bava says that up to a third of the mitzvah you have to spend. And the Gemara discusses whether it's a third from within or from without, which means to say whether it's a third or whether it's it's a half. Um, he says, Ad kan mishalom, the Gemara ends off, Ad kan mishalom, 
up to a third is what you have to give, and the rest of Mishal HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which it seems to imply that if a person wants to give even more than that, then that's definitely permitted, and it's it's actually praiseworthy. And as we find, sometimes people buy a togim for double or triple the price of an average etrog, which is much more than what is obligated to spend on making the mitzvah beautiful. But nevertheless, there is a concept of making the mitzvah more beautiful, even at a great expense, and it's not something that is shunned in halacha. It's not, a, it's not a, a, an over an extreme humra. There's two opinions in the Shulchan Aruch, whether it's only when you have both mitzvot in front of you or even if you bought. So for example, if you have the choice to buy two cases of Sefer Torah or two tefillin or two talets and one of them is nicer than the other, then you would have to buy the nicer one. But how about when you already bought the, the, the regular one, the basic one? You weren't aware that there's a nicer one and then someone tells you, what, this is the case you bought? You could have bought an even nicer case. Here I have another case. Do you have to buy that other one? According to the opinion of Tesfot and Rosh, you do, which is Tesfot, Shohan Aruch brings the first opinion, which usually is the way he, he rules. According to the opinion of Rashi, you don't have to do that. And everybody agrees that you don't have to buy it also. Meaning to say, if they're willing to exchange your old case for the new case, that's an obligation according to Tesfot and the Rosh and according to Maran and Shohan Aruch. But if, they, if you're going to have to buy another case now, just to fulfill the mitzvah, you have no obligation um, to lose money to that, to that extent. The Hatam Sofer writes, what is the Agdara of Yidu? What is, what is the definition of a beautification of the mitzvah? Is it in the eyes of the beholder what we think is nice? Or is it a halachic, is it a halachic term? Meaning to say the tefillin could be that they look nicer if they're shinier, but maybe if, if, if you use a specific paint that's more halachically uh, um, acceptable, maybe that would be a higher level of Yidu. So he says, the Hatam Sofer Masechet Sukkad of Lamedav says it's much better to have an etro, a, a, a hidur, a mitzvah that's beautified on, on a halachic level rather than, than on, a, on, a, on, a, on a aesthetic level. He says, for example, when it comes to Lulav, the beautification of putting gold around it, they used to do it, they used to wrap it with gold threads, that's a nice thing, but it's much better to, to wrap it with the, with the, to tie it with the with the way that the the the, the, the way the the, the 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 tying the way the halacha requires rather than adding gold. Although the gold has also a ma'ala of hibuv mitzvah, like we find that when they brought the bikurim to Bet Hamikdash, they wrapped it around. They they brought it with a with a with a ox that this his um, horns were covered in gold, etc. So there is obviously that that excitement about a mitzvah. That's a beautiful thing, but it's much more important to make the mitzvah beautiful on a halachic level rather than on a than a um, um on a than beautiful and aesthetic on an aesthetic level um it seems like like that also from the shohan Aruch. the shohan Aruch example of a beautiful etrog is not an etrog that is more yellow or or less blemished um, but he brings an example of some of an etrog that only has the exact measure and it, perhaps it will shrink during the during the hug so we see from here that the beautification the Chachamim are talking about is is a halachic beautification. Obviously, like we said, there there is a, a value to to, a, um, to aesthetic beautification as well. But when you're confronted with a halachic beautification versus an aesthetic one, uh, you would rather choose, according to the way the Hatam Sofer says, um, you would rather choose the, aesthetic, the the halachic beautification over the aesthetic one. Now, what happens if you already bought um, tefillin or other items of kedusha? 
and by exchanging them you will be demoting them so you are you're you're for for example you have tefillin if i'll buy nicer ones so you you're um your friend comments that your tefillin are not the nicest out there so you want to switch them out but now your tefillin will be fall out of use it's a concept there's also a concept of ma'alim bakodesh ven mo'adim you shouldn't just take an item of kedusha and make it uh, invalid if it's still 100% kosher so why should you is that, is that an upgrade or an, or 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 should we be concerned about the downgrade of the tefillin the question that brought us sefer hasidim and this happened um um Oftentimes in, in the Teshuvot, where the Teshuvot, you have such examples where one of the Yeriot, one of the of the sections of the Sefer Torah wasn't written as nice as the other ones, and they want to switch out that section, even though it's 100% kosher. They want to switch it out and rewrite it. Should you be doing that or not? Some distinguish between if it's if it's has the Shema Shema in it. Others say, obviously, you cannot do that. Although the Sefer Hasidim says that one should do it, and it's more important to do Zeli Vehu rather than keeping the old Yeri'ah. Some, some explain that it doesn't mean a real Sefer Torah. It just means when it comes to books. But uh, in any event, um, many, many poskim write that it's not Lechatheila to switch out. It's better to keep the original um, rather than rather than switch it out. Again, you consult with your rabbi in each case because sometimes the, the hidur is more important than keeping the the, the, the original object of kedusha, um, especially if you can donate it or you can have it used uh, to some degree or another. Um, and then there's another discussion when is if you already started the mitzvah um, in the in the less preferable way, should you? Stop doing it in that way and switch out. So the example is this is Chuvot Bet Yaakov, Shavut Yaakov, and Hacham Tzvi all discuss a case where somebody um, placed wax candles for the Hanukkah candles, and then he decided. Then someone told him, as he's about to light, someone tells him, "Hey, I have olive oil for you. Olive oil is more preferable in, in terms of the mitzvah of Hanukkah. So should you switch out the candles?" According to Shavut Yaakov, he says, "No. Once you already placed." The original candles, you should do the mitzvah with what was ready and what was prepared for the mitzvah. However, the Hacham Tzvi proves from various Gemarot that one should switch out. He, he brings a Gemaran Menachot, that if somebody is about to slaughter a certain korban and then they show him that there's a better korban, he should switch them out. Similarly, he says over here. But the one with the case of the Sefer Torah or the Tefillin, it's much harder because um, there you are actually demoting a, a, an item of kedusha, and there are many poskim say that it's 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 really un, not advisable to switch out for a um, better looking or a more halachically acceptable item. Again, it all depends on the situation and how much the original item will be demoted and how much the next item is more is is better halachically. Just a few more points. Um, what happens if if you would do? There's a concept of mitzvah bo. It's better that you should do a mitzvah rather than your emissary should do it and your agent should do it because then you're involved with the mitzvah yourself. So what's better? I should write a Sefer Torah myself or I should hire a Sofer who does it much better? I should do a Brit Milah myself or I should hire a Mohel who does it better? I should write my Tefillin myself and so, so on and so forth. So the Poskim say, Hayadam is Mistapek, is in doubt in this case. Akut Yosef brings in a Chot Tefillin in the name of Sefer Yisodei Shurun that... Um, since the Hidur mitzvah has a source in the Pasuk, Zeli Van Veu, many even hold it to the Raita, whereas 
um, doing a mitzvah on your own versus sending it to an agent to do is only a sevara. It's just, it's just, it's a pure, it's just logic that uh, obviously it's better to do things yourself than to have somebody else do it on your behalf, especially when it comes to mitzvot. So he says better that a person should do, um, gain the concept of beautifying the mitzvah rather than gaining the concept of doing the mitzvah himself. And he should have the better, the more trained sofer, the more professional sofer, right? The sefatoah, the more professional mohel, and so on and so forth. Okay, with Milah, there's also a concept of the father's own mitzvah. Could be that that's a different story. In Katan Mechoyav Edu Mitzvah, what about a Katan? Are you Mechoyav to buy also your son the most beautiful atog, the most beautiful um, uh, mitzvot as well, when it only is obligated as a source of uh, out of Hinuch, out of education, not really Me'ikar um, Adin, it's only the Rabbanan. So the Biur Halacha in Siman Tafresh Ein Hei regarding Mitzvah Hanukkah cites the Magen Avraham, who says that there is no obligation to to train ketanim, to train a minor in Hidur Mitzvah. However, the Ramah sounds like he holds, according to Ashkenazim, that the ketanim also liked Hidur Mitzvah. Seems to say that you should also be mehader, you should also um, train your children to make Mitzvah beautiful. And that would probably take a nafkamina when it comes to Lulav and Etrog. Do you have to buy um, your your son under Bar Mitzvah a beautiful Etrog? Or you can buy him the basic obligation because you only have an obligation to train him for the beautiful mitzvah. Final note, um, the Puskim discuss whether I have the possibility to fulfill the mitzvah in a very beautiful way, but my friend doesn't even have that possibility to fulfill the basic mitzvah. So for example, I have all the oil I need for Hanukkah candles, but my friend has nothing. Should I fulfill the mitzvah in the most beautiful way and ignore my friend's requirement, or should I split with my friend and then we'll both fulfill the mitzvah in the basic way? So can go back and forth in this issue whether it's called doing a sin for somebody else to, to fulfill mitzvah and they, they distinguish it's not called a sin it's just not beautifying and the maskana of Chama Yosef and Hazon Avadiyah is that a person should definitely let his friends fulfill the basic mitzvah even if that is going to come in the course of him beautifying uh, his mitzvah so to summarize there's an obligation to be mehader be mitzvah to make the mitzvah beautiful some say it's the oraita others say it's the rabbanan but it's a stricter the rabbanan than usual um, you even have to spend money up to a third of the cost of the mitzvah, and if you spend more than that, that that is that is um, um, that is praiseworthy. According to Maran, one even has to um, exchange once he even bought the mitzvah, he still should exchange it for a nicer one. And according to Rashi and others, you don't have such an obligation. In any event, you don't have an obligation to keep both mitzvot and to buy another item if you already bought the item which you can fulfill the basic obligation. Um, exchanging a mitzvah which is has kedushat to it, for example, tefillin or sefer is a big, great subject of debate, and uh, one should consult when, when uh, with with a rabbi whether what he's gaining by beautifying the mitzvah is worth the downgrade of the original one. Um, and the poskim also have a discussion whether um, ketanim are obligated in Hidur Mitzvah and the Minhag is not to be so mahmir with the ketanim um, to buy them the nicest etrog and the nicest lulav uh, whereas the Minhag of Ashkenazim is to light uh, Hanukkah candles even for minors that seems to be that they hold that Hidur Mitzvah applies also to minors um, and as we mentioned before in the beginning of the Shi'ur from the Hidah that the greatest beautification of Mitzvah and this is how it's Nirmaz in Shirat Ayam in the, in the song of, of, of Az Yashir the greatest um, Hidur Mitzvah beautifying of the Mitzvah is really when a person does a Mitzvah with happiness 
you know, the excitement and Enlecha Hidur Gadom is that there's no greater way to beautify the family. Always beautify the mitzvot and Rasha. Kadosh Baruch always shower us with blessings that we should be able to have the most beautiful mitzvot um, uh, to honor God's name. Shabbat Shalom. This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halacha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of Halacha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halachic consultation, monetary Bedin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call 1-844-200-TSHC or email info at theshc.org to subscribe.